Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back for another episode. Thank you for joining me. Um, If you haven't had a chance to, over the weekend, I released a bonus episode. The episode was um, a little bit of a mini rant on my part, my own personal little TED talk about... um, the idea of um, the responses of some of the social media influencers and um, and folks who do events in response to the, t- to the um, tweet that went out and became viral saying that, you know, women who uh, women should stop throwing these women empowerment events when they're really a mean girl in real life. So I I wanted to respond to that. I responded to that with a with a podcast over the weekend. It was a bonus episode. Again, it's kind of financial emancipation adjacent, but it just really, I really felt the need to um, speak about this idea that, you know, people are, are, are receiving or perceiving certain folks in a certain way. And then the only response to that was to then attack the people who had this experience. So it's an interesting podcast, a little bit of a rant. I've been getting really good feedback on it. Um, You know, some people are kind of, not sure where they stand with the issue and so it's a good way you know to it's a good conversation starter and um so go ahead and check it out if you haven't already done so join the conversation send me your feedback let me know what you think um about that episode so every once in a while I'll do that you know just kind of jump on the podcast for something that's a little bit unrelated but still important to be spoken about so that's what that episode was so check that out uh, today's episode, I wanted to go over something that I've been seeing a lot of um, on social media, and it's the idea of getting debt free. So um, it, on social media, you'll see a lot of there's a whole debt free community. Um, if you follow the hashtag for debt free community or debt free journey, you'll see these people who are talking about the plan that they have to um, pay down hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. So some people's debt-free journey has to do with getting debt-free from everything except their home. And some people's like, so, but including student loans, some people's is just student loans. Some people is just their home. Um, but it, it turns out that it usually it's large. It's a large amount of money when people are really kind of talking about it in a large scale as far as being debt-free. Um, to eliminate the credit card debt that you have or something like that, that's a separate kind of a journey that you can go on because again, and, and, and again, that all depends on how much credit card debt you have. On average, um, most Americans are carrying between eighteen and $25,000 in credit card debt at any one point in time. And so um, a plan to eliminate that type of debt is one kind of a plan, whereas a plan to, to eliminate $100,000, $200,000 worth of debt or to pay off a home during a certain period of time is a whole different plan. The thing about it is that I think that there are some false narratives that are kind of going along with this. And I wanted to talk about those. So, you know, the reality of paying down debt is that if you think about what debt is in relation to what you have as far as your income. In, in a general, and we're going to generalize here a little bit, but in a general instance, if you have debt, let's say that you have a home right, you own a home and you, you owe money on the, on the home that you own and you have student loans, right? Those two things are not considered to be necessarily negative debt. They're just ongoing payments that you have to make to pay down a very large debt. Um, your 
home is secured by the actual property. And so basically in the meantime, before you pay your home off, you and the bank are doing this little dance back and forth about really whose house it is. <laughs> but the reality is that there are people who um, go on these journeys to pay off a home. So if you are a person who makes an income, right, a, 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 an income that you earn that allows you to pay your mortgage, pay your student loan, pay your other bills um, and maintain your life. There has to be a shift in some way, shape, or form in order for you to become aggressive on a debt-free journey as it relates to a home or a large a large debt-like home or student loans. You need to be bringing in more money because if you're not, if you're going to pay off your home in a way that is going to be aggressive in that way, you have to basically increase your income substantially. So this is not one of those things where you're going to be able to pay off a debt of that magnitude with simply by simply not eating out <laughs> or by simply um, not shopping. You may need to do some of that as well, but it's not going to be just that. And so I think that there's this, this, this idea that's being perpetuated on social media that you can just pay off debt um, very easily. I so I see a couple of um, like stories that are highlighted in like financial um, or financial websites and, and they highlight these stories. And the part they forget to tell is that the person's parents live with them or or they live with their parents or that the person you know went from being single got married brought in a whole nother income and was able to do it um that the person has some sort of in-home child care like there are other things that and other factors that aren't being spoken about that make people feel as though a debt-free journey is very simple when in fact it's not, I've had many podcasts on how to eliminate credit card debt, and and that takes a lot of sacrifice. And whenever you're trying to pay down any debt, right, you have to add more. You have to take more of your money and apply it to that debt. And in that instance, you're going to have to spend less. And if you don't have any more money, <laughs> then how will you do that? <laughs> if you haven't been able to eliminate a large bill, how are you going to be able to do that? So my suggestion for a lot of people when they want to go on these journeys is you have to eliminate a large the largest bill you have, which is your home bill. So if you're looking to pay down a lot of credit card debt, pay off your student loans, it's really helpful. Again, unless you make substantially more than your living expenses. You know, if you are working and you live in a place um, where the cost of living is very low, but you happen to come in and make a very hefty six-figure salary, then yeah, you should take that time to pay off your debt. I mean, why not? You have the money. Um, but if you are someone who is looking, you know, you, you earn what you earn and you still have this debt and you want to pay it off, you're going to have to make the sacrifice of like changing or eliminating a, 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 a large scale expense. And you're going to have to do something like move back in with your parents or downgrade your apartment to something very small or get rid of your car or like something like that. Like you're going to have to do something like that. It's very aggressive. But the stories that you see online where people do the memes, it's like, we're debt free, we're debt free. You know, there's not a lot of discussion about those, about where they are in those journeys. You know, you hear, and, and again, I say this from a person who's a, you know, a person who lives on the coast, a person who lives in the largest major city in America, the person who lives in um, one of the most expensive cities in America. It's very hard to think about, um, you know, being able to apply $2,000 a month to paying down debt and still living 
anywhere in New York. Again, maybe you can go live with your parents. And even when you say living with your parents, most of that kind of stuff is still not going to be free from any expenses. And so I think that the storyline has to be told. I think people need to tell more of the story about what it takes to become debt free because it takes a lot more. It takes a lot of intense sacrifice. And I'm really getting sick of these like very cookie cutter stories for which people don't tell the full story. So it's like if you got debt free by the time you was 30, well, what did what happened? What happened underneath there? What were you able to do? What at what resources were you able to access? Because you still have to you still it still costs to be alive. So what resources did you access? Whether it may not be that you made more money, but if you were able to go home and live with your parents and didn't have to pay rent for two years, you know, that's a different type of resource that's been accessed or allows you to pay off debt. And you have to tell that part of the story when you are telling your full story otherwise you're telling a false narrative and you're giving people a false expectation as if it's something that they can do without making that very core sacrifice you know there was a lot of controversy a wait a while back um about uh, one of a, a financial um a financial person who has a company and she's a blogger and she talks a lot about she gives financial advice and people were really giving her a lot of grief because she had done an article about um about how she got into her financial journey and how she paid off, I think it was like $50,000 in debt. And, you know, people were saying that she was she was supplying a false narrative because she made it seem like she did that by this very, um, very deliberate financial work. And she kind of left out the part that her family, she comes from a family that's, that's well off and that her parents were able to help her by allowing her you know, like extending some sort of resources to her that allowed her to do that. And so people who, I guess, did not have access to those kind of resources thought she was kind of selling a false narrative. I don't know about it being a false narrative. I just know that you have to include all the information when you're discussing this. So a debt-free journey, if you're going to be on a debt-free journey, here's a few things that you need to do. You need to first have established a savings plan. You cannot go on a debt-free journey without a savings plan. There's no point of having no debt and having no savings. You shouldn't have both. So you want to have a savings plan. You may need to adjust your savings plan, but you should always have a savings plan. Have a savings plan set up in place and automatic. You need to be able to identify what your surpluses are and where you can gather more money. And so before you should not decide how much you're going to apply to the debt um, first and then back into it. You should look at your expenses, look at where you can take money from, look at where you can bring down your expenses and then take whatever that is, whether it's $100 or $1,000, take that and apply it to the debt. So if you're going to look at your budget and say, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm going to commit to not eating out for the next six months. And every dime that I would have spent on eating out, I'm going to apply to my debt. That's how you have to manage it. You can't go the other way and say, okay, every month I'm going to spend, I'm going to pay $500 down on my debt because you have to, you don't know where that money's going to come from. You need to identify the sacrifice you're going to make, identify where you're going to eliminate the expenses, and then take that surplus and apply it to the debt. So sometimes that's going to be $100. Sometimes that's going to be $250. And you have to be flexible on that. It shouldn't have to be a number. It should just be whatever is the surplus. And so if you're someone who's going to say, you know what, I'm not going to travel. I'm not going to go out you know, with my friends. I'm not going to do anything recreational. I'm going to limit it very extensively and whatever that money that was left over, I'm going to take that and apply it to the debt. You know, you can do that. If you say, you know, I'm going to go on a no shopping for the next, you know, 12 months and anything I would have spent on that, I'm going to, I'm going to, to apply it to the debt. You always want it to be your surplus. You don't want to start to eat away at what your bills are because you can't do both. You can't go on a debt-free journey 
while still messing up the current bills that you have. <laughs> that would make sense. You have to go and apply it to your surplus. In order to generate surplus, you either have to make more money or you have to find ways to reduce your expenses if your money is gonna, if your income is gonna stay the same. And also you have to commit to paying off debt in a level, in a way in which will give you wins. I always say this, you have to have small wins. So if you're gonna attack your credit card debt, attack it from the, the, the smallest one that you have. The one, the little Macy's bill, that's $500. Commit to getting that paid off in a certain period of time. Get that win, check it off the box, and move to the next one. You do wanna address the highest interest rates first, obviously, but you definitely wanna address small amounts so that you can get some wins. Um, You wanna be consistent on a debt-free journey because if you... You have to be consistent in the sense that you have to agree to not incur any more debt. So if it's a home, you don't really have that issue. If it's your student loans, you don't really have that issue. But if we're talking credit card debt, you really have to be willing to not incur any more debt. So you have to let go of the credit cards, let go of this accessibility to the credit cards. You are no longer charging on those cards. And that way, anything you are paying is really going to bring down the, money, the, the balance rather than keep it neutral. And just because you're paying down credit card A, you should be committed to not spending on any credit cards. When you're in a debt-free journey, you want to eliminate your debt. You shouldn't be creating debt at the same time, because then you're just, you know, you just make, you're just going on a, a ring around the rosy. Also, you want to commit to being cash. So in the same vein, you want to commit to being cash only. If you can't pay cash for it, you can't have it. So not even, you don't even want to float things. You don't want to charge something to the card because you're going to get paid next week. If you don't have the cash right now. You should not be buying it. So these are the ways in which you get on a debt-free journey. You really focus on, it's a lot of sacrifice. It's like being on a diet. And eventually, if you don't feel it as much, if you've ever changed how you eat, you know, I'm in the process of doing that right now. It is challenging because um, I've eliminated many things from my diet um, for health reasons, trying to really kind of be a, be a cure to myself um, and and change how I'm eating and see how that impacts everything. But and, it's, and because it's not a weight loss focused thing, it's really easier for me to focus on it. But just like it's hard when you have to eliminate things and you want to be um, consistent. And so it's the same way when you're on a debt free journey and we're trying to pay down debt. You know, you really, really have to be consistent in the sacrifices that you'll make and the things that you're un that you're not going to do in order to free up money to pay down debt. So the last thing I'll say about a debt-free journey is you have to understand and recognize how important that is to you. And I say that on a lot of skit levels when it comes to debt-free because you can be credit card debt-free and I'm a big proponent of that. That is like my top priority beyond like right beneath savings is to have no credit card debt. And I, I tend to pay off my credit cards in spurts like, okay, that's it. And then I won't charge on that card for years and then I'll bring it back like things like that because I just don't like to carry credit card debt because the interest rate is just uh, just disgusting to me. Um, but when it comes to like student loan debt, I don't really, it doesn't bother me as much. I should, but it doesn't. And my mortgage, I pay extra on my mortgage. I pay extra on my principal on my mortgage every month because I want to pay my mortgage off faster, but I'm not on a debt-free journey as it relates to my mortgage because I don't see the debt in a way that something that's like, okay, I need to eliminate it. Um, but I was aggressive that way with my car payment because I didn't like the fact that I was paying the interest and stuff on the car and, and like I just didn't like it and so I wanted to get so I got out of my car a year early you know I have a 30-year mortgage um I'm in I don't even know what year because it just becomes you know <laughs> so 
yeah but i'm on that and i i am paying more because i know the time period when i'm thinking about my future how old i want to be and when i want to have this house paid off i'd like to have the house paid off before retirement so that i can retire in peace um without worrying about having to pay a mortgage but it's not anything that's like immediate i'm not looking to like i see people who are looking to pay off their houses in the next 10 years that's not really my thing. But when it comes to credit card debt, I am really an intense, intensely focused on that. And so I will make necessary sacrifices in order to pay down a credit card um, bill. And so when I did pay off my car, when my car was paid off and I no longer had that bill every month, I took that money and applied it to my credit cards that I had at the time and got rid of, um, got rid of two credit cards like in a couple of months. So it's just like those kind of things where you can focus. If you end up with some surplus, you can dedicate it to that. You, you all know I'm a big, big supporter of savings. So I'm, my first thing when I have a little extra money is to put more money in my savings. That's my first thing. But depending on where you are with your debt, depending on how your debt is affecting you, depending on the plans you have for the future, if right now you're renting and you want to own and you're looking at your debt, your debt to income ratio and stuff and you see where that's going to be a problem for you this is the time to attack it but don't allow social media and things to really convince you that a debt-free journey is so simple it's really not it's very challenging has a lot of sacrifices and it's something that you have to really plan out plan out in small doses and again unless something happens to you uh, substantially like you partner up and that person's income you and you combine it now you have a lot of surplus but often you know, that's not the case. So find where you're going to be able to do this and walk at your own pace and know that if you're paying down on your debt, even if you're paying $100 a month, you too are on a debt-free journey and you will get there. No worries, you will get there. But don't allow social media and other people's um, versions of their stories because you don't always know the backstory and the backdrop. Don't allow those things to make you feel as though you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing because you are, okay? Um, again, check out the um the episode the bonus episode yesterday about mean girls and throwing empowerment events and how the the response to that tweet was really just you know it was interesting to say the least you can hear my what some folks are calling my rant um and it was a little bit of a rant because sometimes I can get like that so check that out and also if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast please email me at Malik M A L I E K at thefinancialemancipation.com. So I'm looking for guests. I'm not looking for anyone. I'm not looking for you. You don't have to, um, you know, come to the to the podcast in, in a professional capacity. I'm looking for people who are who have financial questions, concerns, and just want to be able to discuss their financial kind of concerns on the podcast. Um, any if you have if you have a, 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 an issue that you'd like me to resolve on the podcast or discuss on the podcast you can email me that you can send me questions I'll be reading those um, but if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast and, and we can do you can be a guest via phone so don't worry about having a meet up and link up but if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast send me an email we can talk about it and schedule a time and so you can be a guest on the podcast because we're looking to have people so we can talk I have a few people lined up that I'm gonna um, do in the coming weeks and yeah i'd like to have just so i'm so i'm not just sitting here talking to you guys ranting on my own <laughs> so i thank you for that make sure you're following me on instagram tell a friend to tell a friend share the podcast um share it in your insta stories share it on your on your instagram share it on facebook send friends who are interested in financial emancipation to the podcast um i appreciate that so much word of mouth is how we're going to get this done is how we've been keeping the numbers consistent over the last year 
And I'd like to see the numbers grow of listeners. So if you know someone who you think would be interested in this podcast, please share it with them um, and tell them where to find it on iTunes and SoundCloud. And um, that's it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Again, my Instagram is um, follow me on Instagram at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. And follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And check out the YouTube page, Financial Emancipator. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope that you'll be back as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.